Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Real Estate Matters. Now in our 10th year as the voice of real estate in Flagler County and Palm Coast, Florida. I'm Toby Tobin, and I'm a Florida licensed commercial realtor with Grand Living Commercial Realty in Palm Coast. We're sponsored every week by the Flagler County Home Builders Association, Klein Construction, and the village in which I live, American Village. It's a gated 55-plus community. We've got co-host Walker Douglas here. Hey, Toby. You're no more fishing this week. That's the season's <laughs> done. Yeah, back to real life. Okay, and we've got uh, guests today, two of them from the Flagler County Tax Collector's Office. We have uh, Shelley Edmondson, the Operations Manager, and Tammy Conkey, the Tax Director. And Hi. we'll be bringing them into the conversation in just a minute. I'll just briefly go. We're sort of at the beginning of the month. We've Last week we we talked about what happened in July and August hasn't gotten enough really to talk about. But uh, we do have um, 55 single-family permits have already been issued this month. So if you think that things are dying down, they're not. But that's not so much uh, showing an increase in demand for new construction. The demand's been there all along. They just haven't had lots to build on. So, uh, you know, this is this reflects the opening of uh, KB Homes. Uh, they've got a 419-home community along US-1, just south of Matanzas Woods Parkway, and the opening of Phase 2 for Sawmill Creek mm-hmm. and the opening of uh, the Reverie, uh, which is just north of Hargrove Grade, also west of US-1. That's... Three big developments all at the same time. All at the same time in that same zone. Mind you, those neighborhoods were approved, or at least that DRI was approved 20, 18 20, years ago. Oh, that's no. when I was born. I was born here, fellas, about 20 years ago. <laughs> 20 years ago. Right. I don't know, like 15 or 16. <laughs> right, right, right. But uh, really, I, 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 I was born and raised here. The development in this community over the last so many years is incredible, yeah. just incredible. It is, but you know, I remember when when 100 here was just a two lane road, mm-hmm. and I was a little girl, and we would leave Bunnell, head to the beach for the day, and you might pass one car. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. incredible, wow. and that is yeah. just it well, was that, a lifetime that, ago. My favorite story of the of the old days of Palm. Not that these were the old days. Right, right. I hear you. The old days of Palm Coast, where Joe Rizzo, God rest his soul, would talk about the double roads on Seminole Woods, yep. and they called it the double roads because oh, yeah. there's only four lane. Oh yeah. And they go down there with a. They go when there were no houses on those ITT lots where there are houses. Now they go down there with a couple kegs and party it up back in the day. You wouldn't know about. anything about that. Though. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> Yeah. Um, well, the population uh, 20 years ago was half what it is now, but the yes. number of building permits was pretty much double what it is now. I mean, the boom, this boom is to people who've recently arrived, they think we're just being flooded with new development, but it's it doesn't compare to 2004 or 2005. Mm-hmm. Right. So people that complain about the, the, the growth, they have to understand that the city has also grown to accommodate. You know, they, they worry about traffic. There will always be traffic. There will always be behind. We'll never build a new road until we need it. And then it'll take two years to build it. <laughs> so you're already, you're two years behind by the time it opens up. Mm-hmm. And that's always been so, and it will always be so. 
But when you, you look at uh, State Road 100 from 95, it used to go under 95 in a two-lane road. Mm-hmm. And they expanded the bridge. They four-laned it all the way into Bunnell. Uh, Belterre's four-laned. Uh, they widened the uh, Palm Coast Parkway over the I remember when 95. we had the jawbridge, drawbridge in Flagler Beach. And now mm-hmm. we have this big, beautiful, mm-hmm. you know, big bridge that it, it just, it, this this place is just... It's unbelievable how much it's grown. I could never mm-hmm. be the per- I could never be the boat that makes the drawbridge go up because I hate sitting <laughs> on the one side. I feel so guilty making I everybody know. sit there for like thirty minutes, and it ne- they never go up when they're supposed to go up right. either. It's just totally. It seems totally random. Mm-hmm. So today's topic is um, the the reason I brought you here and I want to cover this topic is I, I've been writing articles for GoToby dot com for uh, almost eighteen years now. And the one article that gets the most hits is one that I did about uh, 10 or 12 years ago. Well, 10, 10 years ago. It's 2013. And it was the real truth about buying Florida property tax liens. That was a nice clickbaity uh, title. Yeah. <laughs> it's really sexy. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it sounds like a droll topic. But uh, as I've said several times before, real estate laws are very state-specific, and Florida's more specific. Than, they're more out of the, outside the box than most other states. If you move into Florida, uh, you might just as well be a foreign national. I mean, if you move from New York or California or Illinois, wherever you, you move from, because the, the laws here are uniquely Florida. And all all states have to deal with the same problem. They just come up with different ways of dealing with it. And the problem that we have to have a solution for is the fact that some people don't pay their property taxes. And sometimes they don't pay their mortgages, and that's a foreclosure. That would be a whole other show or series of shows. But Florida has its way of dealing with unpaid property taxes. So you're... Your property tax, and, and uh, Amy, correct me if I make a mistake, please, but your property tax, you get your bill usually in the beginning of November, around that time. End of October. End of October, and it's technically due January 1st. No. No. Technically, okay. it's due March. March 1st. Okay. March 31st. March 31st. I, well, I know it's, it's past due, delinquent at that, but... It's delinquent April 1. Okay. So, but if you pay it early. See, I told you, you it was get, complex. You, you get, get discounts. Yeah, okay. So the earlier you pay it and the earliest you can pay it is in November. Yeah, right. but, but I've read articles that say it's it's due on January 1st. You are correct. Okay. But we don't have a tax bill at that time. The lien, it it, it is January 1, but tax bills, because we pay in the rears, Mm-hmm. Do not go out until the end of October and yep. you start payable November 1 mm-hmm. with a 4% discount. But the total tax due is March. Okay, March so after after March, then it's delinquent. Okay, and, and do you send out a notice that it's delinquent? We send out a original tax bill into October, beginning of November, and then we send a reminder notice if you haven't paid your taxes in March – we send you a reminder notice, mm-hmm. and it will have on there what's due March, what's due in April, and what's due in May. 
Okay, because there's like a you, you lose the discount each a little bit of the discount each month you wait. Correct. Right? And then April one it starts a three percent penalty, and then May we add advertising because if you don't pay your taxes you get advertised in the newspaper. Mm-hmm. And what is the cutoff date for the advertising? Because I think there's a period after which you can actually pay it, but you're still going to show up in the advertising list. If you are not paid by May first. Mm-hmm. You will be advertised. Okay, and that'll be in the news journal. Correct. And the right news now. journal, yeah, the news journal people love that because the paper is about three times as right. thick as it normally <laughs> once, is. Once a year. When you say advertised, it's going to say your address and it's that go- you haven't paid your taxes. It's going to say your name. Yeah. It's going to have your parcel account number. <clears throat> it's going to have a legal description and the amount of tax that's due. So I like this because it's almost like the old school, like tar and feathering a little bit. Get it, air out the dirty laundry in the public square, kind of. And that's exactly what it is. Interesting. That's so your neighbor can read the newspaper and tell you that your taxes aren't paid, and we get we get it paid that way. Well, they bought a brand new boat, and I know <laughs> they can afford it. Either way, the county gets the money. That's the whole point of the sale. So right. all of these people that don't pay, the county still has to function. The county still has to be able to give the school board their money to operate and operate uh, yeah. the schools and, and what all the things that they do. The, the sheriff still needs to patrol the streets. The garbage still needs to be picked up. So that's where the mosquitoes still need to be controlled. Correct. So that's where the taxes go. And if they're not paid in, those organizations don't get their yeah, fees. The shortfall. So that's, that's the, the remedy – to collecting the taxes, if you don't pay them, somebody else will. Mosquitoes we're going to sell. Right. The, no, we're going to sell the certificate. Some, some other states actually sell the property. Right. We but, eventually but, do. Yeah, yeah, and I, I know, I know, and we'll get there. I'm yep. trying because this is, is is complicated. I want to try to keep it as simple as we right. can now. So we've we've gotten up to April, where you advertise, and that's just basically putting the notice in the paper with your name of how much you haven't paid. And that's for that year only. If you hadn't paid the previous year or maybe four years ago's taxes, that wouldn't be advertised. But you're not off the hook. There is no getting off off the hook on this. So the way Florida deals with it is they basically sell a tax lien. And what would happen would be an invest, typically investors, large organizations, even banks buy them up. But um, you have a, an auction and you bid for the tax certificate, which uh, the the tax lien certificate, the interest. And well, you're no, I'm you you're you're going to get the tax lien. The bid is the interest. Correct. You, you, I'm trying to go slow enough here, so <laughs> <laughs> I know you know it, but our, our listeners our listeners don't. So the auction is held and it's online and it starts when. June first. June first. Okay, and and they put it out in hunks. They don't they don't put them all out on June first. They put them out in in blocks, and they let you know what that is. And you can expand on that, Tammy. Actually, when we send the ad to the newspaper, it goes up on our website, our sales site, which is Lean Hub, and you can start making bids on them at that time. Mm-hmm. They are not awarded until June 1, and they go in batches. Mm-hmm. Okay. And 
what you're bidding is, let's say, keep it simple, the tax, unpaid taxes, $1,000. Along the way, you've, got, you've already passed the 3% penalty part, so you've accumulated 3% per month on top of, and, and uh, this is compounded, I'm sure. So it's just so simple as 3% of the $1,000. Well, when it's sold and what's <laughs> advertised in a newspaper is 4.5% because interest starts on June 1. Okay. So we have a sale on June 1. You get another 1.5% interest. So it's, it's the tax, the March amount tax, 4.5% plus 5% commission plus $25 for having it online, plus advertising. Um, and then after the certificate sold, there's another 5% mandatory interest. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you've gone okay. from a little bit to a whole, whole bunch. Right, and, and, it, and, it com- and it keeps growing. So now that you've, had, uh, you've put it up, posted it online, mm-hmm. and... You or I, anybody, anybody can go online and see what's there. Mm-hmm. And you don't, you don't bid to buy the certificate. You, that's not what your bid is. It's not the dollar amount of the certificate. You will be responsible for that amount. But your bid is the interest rate that you would accept for that money because eventually, hopefully, not in all cases, but in almost every case, you will, will end up getting your money plus interest and everything. But your bid is for the interest rate that you would charge, and it's like a reverse bid because it's the lowest bid wins. Correct. Now, chew on that for a minute. We have to take a quick break. We'll be right back, and we'll try to keep it simple. And Flagler County went straight to the front row when it came to the need and commitment. Free for All Friday, where local newsmakers talk it out. I mean, we don't swing from chandeliers or anything like that. That half-cent sales tax that we have collected over time has been used in great regards towards our school district. Hi, I'm David Ayers. Join me and Brian McMillan every Friday morning following the news at 9 on WNCF and worldwide on the Flagler Radio mobile app. Well, welcome back, folks. Thanks for staying with us. Uh, we got a really exciting show today about tax deed sales, tax lien certificate sales and auctions and everything. But it, it really is a, a very interesting topic, and it's a big industry. Uh, so before the break, we got to the point where we were online auctioning these tax lien certificates. And the winning bidder, the one who gets the certificate, is the one who bids the lowest interest amount that they would accept on that certificate. So, when, but let's say that I win the bid and the tax was started out at, remember, $1,000 and with penalties and interest and everything and advertising costs that get up to $1,200. I have to pay the $1,200 to the county. The tax collector takes that money and hands me a piece of paper, which is a tax lien. 
And the tax lien doesn't, uh, it, it's just a lien. It's not the deed. It doesn't give me any interest in the ownership interest in the property at all. Correct. So I have won this tax deed by being the lowest interest bidder. But I'm always, if, if, the, uh, I'm a, if they pay the interest, if they pay the tax right away, I'm guaranteed to get 5%, though. Is that correct, Tammy? It is correct. Okay. E- even though I bid 1%. Or a quarter percent. Or a quarter, or a quarter percent. Uh, but uh, so how, how do I proceed if I wanted to try to get the property? Well, I have to wait two years. And I've already paid the tax on that year. The next year, chances are the people probably didn't pay that tax either. So there's another sale, and somebody else might have won that bid. And tax certificates expire after seven years. So technically, you could have seven years of certificates all strung out. If you've held the certificate for two years, you can apply for a tax certificate sale. For tax deed sale, sale. Mm-hmm. and but to do that, you've got to pay up all of the other outstanding certificates, including their interest and everything. So all those other investors get their money back at that point. Yeah, they get their money back at that point, and then there's an auction, and you go to the auction with a credit. The credit is equal to all the money you've paid the the county up to date, but it doesn't give you any special treatment on whether you win the actual auction. The actual tax deed auction is a real dollar amount. And uh, it, it, if there are no bids above your what you've put in, then you become the owner. But if any bid over that amount, and you can still be a bidder, but you have no preferential treatment except you have the, that credit in your pocket. And uh, so if it's over, then you get, the, you get all your money back with your interest and everything. And Whoever else is in line, if anybody has any other claim on the residual, those people get that. And anything left over after that goes to the actual original property owner. But did I get that right, Tammy? Yes. Good. Can this be, can this be pretty lucrative? Yes, it can. Mm-hmm. So I'll give you a little story. Actually, like I said, I was born and raised here, and I actually started my career with Gail Wadsworth. Yeah. And uh, and the clerk, well, not with Gail. It was the clerk before her, Sid Crosby. And uh, when Sid was clerk and when Gail was there, I actually worked in the tax deed department. And back then, online auctions were not a thing. Mm-hmm. I was the auction. So I actually performed the live auction and sold the property. How's your auction voice? It got better and better. The mm-hmm. more I did it, the more exciting it got. <laughs> oh, it was like, all right. You twelve hundred dollars. You thirteen hundred. I got it. I got it. You get in a rhythm. Yeah, I got into a complete rhythm. I don't know now that I could do it, but uh, yeah, back then, um, it was the the local people actually came into that. We did it at the board of uh, county commissioners room, and uh, we actually held it in the boardroom. Um, Now it's all online. You don't see anybody's faces. You don't know who, and it's a lot more. Corporations, businesses, banks, where before it was actually, you know, John Smith from down the street. Yeah, before it was before it was online, I used to go over to the county offices and, mm-hmm. and watch. And uh, one time, uh, so this this is kind of a warning to people: don't don't just try this at home. Mm-hmm. You know, get get some professional advice. Talk to an attorney. 
uh, because nobody's going to do a, a, a title search on the property for you. And I actually witnessed two fellows that bought a condominium. They thought they were buying a condominium over at one of the marinas in Flagler Beach, and they bought, a, they bought a boat slip. But the boat slip was separately defined uh-huh. legally as a condominium. Condominium is a legal term. It's yep. not necessarily a design. It's buyer beware. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not the end of the so world. The so slip's pretty they, tough to come by these days. Yeah but, it, yeah, but it wasn't worth $45,000, <laughs> <laughs> which is what they, they paid for it. So you have to, it's it's buyer beware. You, uh, now, the, the actual sale itself is not done by the tax collector's department. It's done by the clerk of court. Correct. What would you say the breakdown between, and maybe this might not even be information you have, but breakdown between institutions buying certificates versus locals or regional investors? Is that something you'll even keep track of? We don't. Yeah. You, we can. Hey, once we it, hey, yeah, once it's sold, that thing's. You I know. mean, when it was when the tax certificate sales were done in person in Flagler County at the old courthouse, they were done on the front steps once a year. It was a big deal. Um, but you saw faces, you saw paddles rising online. You, you just don't even know really who they are yeah. and, except and on paper. Part of the Russian warning bots. too is that if, uh, <laughs> if nobody requests a tax deed sale or something else happens untoward, uh, the certificate expires in seven years and it becomes totally worthless. There was, Nolan uh, and, and, uh, there's some property over in town center, the, those parcels, uh, Kind of across from the Imagine School. That's right. Yeah. Okay, that went through a tax deed sale, mm-hmm. and uh, for some reason, and I don't understand the technicality, but the 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 person that requested the tax deed sale didn't actually complete the sale for some reason or other, mm-hmm. uh, and it it went back to the county. It could have and, been that they had more in it than it was worth. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, it but, had a CDD on it that mm. was really high. It was cumbersome. And, yeah, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. and um, it, the CDD was higher than the, the, the value, value, the assessment of the land, and it was it was a person who saw the dollar amount and automatically jumped on it instead of doing their research, and then realized it wasn't what they thought it was. It was it it was a long drawn out thing because then they went into bankruptcy and it went on for years. But it eventually went back to the county, and the county had to sell it. Well, it it eventually acceded to the county. Yes. And then you had to go to the CDD to get the CDD off. Even though it went to the county, it was still due, and it gets real Even the county has to pay. Yes, yes. Wait, so you're saying the county had to pay taxes? Well, the CDD was, no, when the deed went to the county, it was... Free and clear. So you're looking at fifty, sixty thousand dollars it might have been a hundred and nine thousand dollars that the C D D did not get. And you know, that didn't go over too well. Probably Taxes not. aren't fun, but I assure you if you come to our office, we take your money with a smile. It'll be the most <laughs> pleasant do, experience. Do yeah. And sometimes you end up yeah. paying less than you're supposed to because there's an error on something. I've that's, seen that before. That's always good. Because Tammy's done a great job of that. <laughs> We see. I mean, we handle a lot of parcels in town, and sometimes they sound very similar. So some things will get lumped in, and you look at it like my client doesn't own this property. And yeah. you just call up the tax collector, and uh, this last it out. year was very interesting because we had a CDD that passed us a wrong roll 
they passed this the roll for 22, but it actually was higher. They pa- excuse me, I'm working on 23. They passed us the 21 roll, and um, so all 22 people- was higher. So we had 1,844 corrections oh. that we had to do and try to get it done, and we're still. That's the uh, residual. That's eighteen hundred people we had to reach out to and say, "Sorry, you owe us more." And then you got mortgage right. companies get involved in this, and it was—it yeah. still is a nightmare. Were there pitchforks and torches at the office? Yeah, yeah. don't blame that? us. We just—we just tell you how much it is. We don't tell—we <laughs> don't assess it. We just collect it. Okay. Well, <laughs> this is uh, this could go on. I told you it could go on for an hour, and it and, and it could. It's it's to me, it's a really interesting topic. Uh, we thank both of you for uh, Shelly and Tammy for coming in. And uh, Shelly, you're going to be back next week for next yep. week's show, and we're going to be talking about the bed tax, and, and you're responsible for enforcing that. Yes. So you you like to enforce, don't she you? She does. <laughs> Again, we'll take your money with a smile. That one's, that smile one's the fun. <laughs> that one's the fun tax, though. That's the one I really like to talk about because. That's not our local people paying that. That's a pass-through yeah. tax. That's not our residents. That's just the pass-through. They don't that's, even know that's, they're paying. That's, that's right. That's, that's right. the tourist. Right. If the tourist wants to come to Flagler County and pass through, that's where it's taxed. Great. So, well, thanks again for text. thanks again for being here, uh, folks. If you want to uh, hear something on the show and or have a question, you can email me at toby at gotoby Call me at three eight six nine three one seven one two four. And hopefully you'll be here next week. I sure will be. I'm Toby Tobin, and I approve this show. 